Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Rieschak. I'm here with my good friend, Micah. Dank. Dank. Thank you. I have it in front of me, and I know I'd butcher it if you didn't say it. So you had this wonderful book called Into the Rabbit Hole. Mm -hmm. So what led you to write this? Well, about, uh, let's see, back in 2013, I was living in Boston. And um, I came across some videos of some people that were explaining the Bible in a different way, mm -hmm. like the astrology. And uh, <clears throat> I just, I found it very interesting. And what I basically did was I started learning and studying about this and just for years and years on end. And then I started writing a book and uh, I showed my book to two of my friends and they said, no, you got to make a series out of this. So one book turned into three, three turned into six. So book one and book two are out already. Okay. And uh, I have a six book deal with the publisher. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that is rare to hear of for first time authors to get a six book deal right off the get go. So congratulations. Thank That's you. That's exciting. So we have this six book deal. We have one and two out. So where does one start and two take over? So one, so basically these are like Dan Brown thrillers. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, instead of uh, attack, I mean, talking about um, the Bible the way he does, these characters come across some like ancient hidden codes within the Bible that are okay. full of astrology. Okay, so almost comparable to Da Vinci codes, but with the astrology instead of actual clues hidden in art. Yes, exactly. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's it. And uh, what I did was I wanted to write a nonfiction story mm -hmm. about astrology and the Bible, but then I thought it would be more fun to write fiction stories. And it turns out I was pretty good at it. <laughs> uh, so what I did was I wrote these six thrillers and the main point throughout it is astrology keys and codes that they have to figure out as they go through. It, it has a lot to do with conspiracies and um, religious um, thriller. And uh, that, that's basically pretty much about it. Well, that's wonderful though. I mean, you can take a very serious conversation like the Bible, twist it around, make a fictional book out of it, Add a little Easter eggs, add a, a little bit of thriller, and then you have a captive audience. Exactly. I can give you an example of, of some of the codes or, or something that I, I do talk about. Um, have you heard of the phrase, pride comes before the fall? I have. Okay. What, do you, wh what would you think that means? Pride comes be before the fall. That is you get too engulfed in yourself and then you fall from your pedestal. Okay. So that's what most people say. Mm -hmm. And I do, I interview a lot. So mm -hmm. that's what most people say. They say pretty much the exact same thing, slight different variations or whatever. Yeah. But um, do you know what a group of lions is called? Uh, prey. Exactly. No. Yeah. Group of right. lions is called the pride. Yeah. And do you know what sign in the Zodiac a lion is? No. Leo. Oh, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Leo the lion. And that's in July and August. And that's before the fall. Oh, I see what you mean. 
So it's these kind of codes that I write about that the characters figure out and they learn about in the Bible. So it's, um, you're taking something and you completely given it a new meaning, but it yeah. makes total sense. Right, exactly. But you have to be up on your astrology. Which well, I thought that what I could do with you is I can go through the yeah. basics of astrology mm-hmm. and ahead. then I can read you a couple passages that oh, are dictated with astrology. Please. Okay. <clears throat> so are you, are you at all familiar with the Zodiac? I am. I'm just, I've work, been working on projects and my head's just too clustered to remember half the stuff I should know. <laughs> That's okay. All right. So I'm just going to give you a quick run through, okay? Okay. So the first sign in the, well, technically the first sign in the Zodiac is Aries. That's where the head is. But um, there's also, if you look at how the wheel is structured, mm-hmm. it's um, the first sign is actually Aquarius. Right. Of the new year. And it's represented by the man. So when, when the Bible says the son of man, or when they refer to a man, they're talking about uh, Aquarius. I'll give you an example. In John 20... I forget where it is in John, but basically the disciples are asking Jesus where they're going to meet him for a Passover. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, you're going to go into town. You're going to see a man with a water pitcher. You're going to follow the man with the water pitcher into his home. And that's where we celebrate. I paraphrase that, of course. Of course. But um, basically the man with the water pitcher is Aquarius. Aquarius is a man holding a water pitcher. And you know that this is the case, too, that he meant Aquarius, mm-hmm. because men in that day, in those days, would not carry water. It was a woman's job. They wouldn't be caught dead doing it. Right. Um, so basically, that's an example for that. Now, Pisces is the sign of the two fish in the water. Mm-hmm. So when they refer to water, they can refer to the sign of Pisces. Um, Jesus feeds them. It's the two fish. It's why Jesus feeds the masses with the two fish. It's why he's known as the fisherman of men because you have Pisces right there. Mm-hmm. Aries is the ram. And in Aries, you have March 21st, which is the spring equinox. It's a 12 hour day, 12 hour night. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also the Passover, but in Passover, it's the passing over of the sun over the equator. Okay. Where, where it goes back up to heaven. Right. Um, in Christianity, they just rephrased it and called it the resurrection of the sun. Passover, resurrection, it's the same thing. It's why the Jews smear the lamb's blood on the door to protect them. So whenever you hear ram, lamb, or sheep, they're talking about Aries. It's why the Jews blow the ram's horn Mm -hmm. during the holidays. They're talking about Aries. So also the ruling planet of Aries is Mars, who's the god of war. And that's why a lot of... uh, and he's the ruling planet of Scorpio, too. That's why a lot of people, a lot of Arians and Scorpios tend to have very strong personalities. Um, yes, I know. My daughter's one of them. <laughs> your daughter's a what? My daughter's an Aries. Yeah, they're very, very strong personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why. You know, it's a science behind this. Um, Taurus is the bull. This one's interesting, because when you look at the sky and you see Taurus... You got to remember, back in the day when they came up with all this stuff, okay, there were no clocks, there were no, there was no iPhones, there was, there was none of that. They used like sundials and they would look at the sun to see where it was. Mm-hmm. So when you look into the sky at night and you see Taurus, you see the bull, they would know, okay, I have to put the plow on the bull and I have to plow the land so that I can get food later on in the year. 
because right. that's how they used to have to do it. Um, so basically, I'll get back to that, but basically when they talk about a bull or a calf or a cow, a female bull, mm -hmm. they're talking about the Taurus. Gemini is the twins. It's Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy, okay. the, story of, the story of Achilles. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing significant here as far as astrotheology goes. However, in the Bible, there's a place where they talk about twins. They talk about um, the, twin, the, the twins that followed Jesus. They talk about Jesus riding in on twin donkeys. They mention mm -hmm. twins quite a few times. That's talking about Gemini. Cancer is the crab. It's, it's the sideways moving creature. The crab mm -hmm. goes like this. Mm -hmm. The reason it's the crab is because the sun literally does this. When it hits June 21st, which is the summer solstice, it's an 18-hour day and a six-hour night. Mm -hmm. um, so what happens is it, every day the sun rises a degree, okay? Mm -hmm. When it hits June 21st, it stops for three days, and then it starts coming down a degree until it hits January 21st, which is the winter solstice, goes for three days, and then comes back up a degree. Make sense? Makes perfect sense. Okay, so in, in the crab in ancient Egypt was also known as the scarab, okay? So you even get the word crab from scarab. It's in there. Um, so when they refer to things such as a crab or stuff, they're, t they're talking about cancer. Now here's Leo's the king. We were just talking about Leo before. Mm -hmm. He's the king of the jungle. He's the pride. Pride comes before the fall. The ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. The sun rules the most powerful sign. And uh, so the Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. Okay. So remember when we were saying that you plant in Taurus, you, the reason she has a wheat stalk in Virgo, the virgin, is because you would gather the grain in Virgo to make bread. Right. Okay. So that's basically it. Um, then you have Libra, which is the justice, the scales, the balance, the just one. The reason it's justice is because it's, it's the man with the scales like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the sun judges God's sun as it passes over the fall equinox and begins its descent into winter. So it's always judged. Um, the Jews have the judgment day, Yom Kippur, in Libra, usually. Um, they have the new year there, too. Right. Um, <clears throat> so basically... You have grape season is also in Libra. If you go to any winery, right? Mm -hmm. um, you go to any winery, you see that the, the grape fields are, they're lush, they're full in the fall. They're very empty in the spring. Mm -hmm. I live on Long Island. So when you go out to the wineries in the spring and early summer, it's, it, you can like walk down it and you can see through everything you know, but oh. they're, they're very full of life and ready to pop in Libra. So that's how you get the wine. So in Virgo, you get the bread and in Libra, you get the wine, which is the two symbols of Christianity. So Scorpio is the scorpion. He's the betrayer. I'm going to explain this to you. 
when a scorpion bites you or when it used to bite you back in the day, they would notice that it would put an imprint on your hand that looked like a pair of lips. That's when a scorpion bites you. That's what it looks like. That's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from. It's a betrayal. So it's where the mafia gets the kiss of death from. And it's also why Judas betrays Jesus with a kiss because he represents Scorpio. He could have called him out any other way, but instead he chose to walk up to him and kiss him. That's the betrayal. So in Sagittarius, that's the bow and the arrow, the man with the bow and the arrow that inflicts further punishment on the sun as it goes down into winter. Um, on December 21st, the sun is at its lowest point and cannot rise any lower. So it's dead, it's, dead. it's the dead of the winter. It remains there for three days, like I said, and then it starts rising a degree to make its way back up to the top. That's why they said that God's son was dead for three days. That's where they get that from. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, so I went over all that. And basically, if you look at the, the names of Jesus, right? The, the idea behind astrotheology is not that uh, Jesus is the son of God, but it's that he's literally the son the son of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And everything is a metaphor. So Capricorn is the goat, right? right? Capricorn is the goat. He's called the scapegoat of Israel. In Aquarius, it's the man sign. He's known as the son of man. In fisherman, in, in Pisces, he's the fisherman of men. He, he's, he feeds the masses with two fish. The ram in Aries, that's why he's called the Lamb of God. The Taurus, the bull, that's why he's called the strong bull. He's the Lion of Judah, that's Leo. The lady holding the stalk of wheat, Virgo, he's born of a virgin and he's called the bread of life. In fact, he's supposed to come from a town called Bethlehem. Bethlehem in Hebrew is a combination of two words, bet and lechem which literally means house of bread. The house of bread is Virgo because of the wheat stalk. So when in the book of Micah, my namesake, where he predicts that the savior will come from Bethlehem, he's literally saying it will come from the house of bread. He's literally saying he'll come from Virgo, from a virgin. The savior will come from a virgin. You see how that was done? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he, Libra, the scales of justice, he's known as the just one. We went over the betrayal in Scorpio and he dies in Sagittarius. It's also why he's worshiped on the sun day. I see. So you I did probably- so much more stuff that makes sense. And I come from a family with multiple religions in it. So have it explained in a completely different way mm -hmm. makes it make sense. Because I have the Christian and the Jewish, both my family. Right. So I get both sides, but you're explaining it in a way that's compatible for both ways, but right. also taking that and making this thriller out of it. And I can see why you did it. Yeah, you can, right? Thank you. So I'm going to give you a passageway from, from the Bible. Okay, I'm going to give you a passage. Now that we basically went over the... Um... The, the code... Yeah, the, the original stuff, right? In Deuteronomy 32, this is what it says. It says, he gave them honey from the cliffs, 
and olive oil from the rocky ground. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. He gave them lambs and goats. They had the best rams from Bashan and the finest wheat. They drank the best wine made from the juice of red grapes. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, he gave them honey from the cliffs. In Cancer, there's an asterism. An asterism is like a small cluster of stars mm -hmm. called the beehive. Okay. The beehive cluster. So that's where the honey comes from. The milk comes from the Milky Way galaxy. So when they're talking about the land of milk and honey, they're talking about from Cancer to the Milky Way galaxy, that area right there. That's, that's the metaphor for the land of milk and honey. Um, olives are collected in Libra, and as are the grapes from wine. He gave his people butter from the herd and milk from the flock. The cow, the female bull, is Taurus, which gives the milk for the butter. The milk comes from the Milky Way galaxy. He gave lambs and goats. Lamb is a baby ram, Aries, and goat is a Capricorn. They had the best rams from Bashan and the finest wheat. That's Aries and the wheat, Virgo. They drank the best wine made from the juice of grapes. That's Libra, that's wine season. But Jeshurun became fat and kicked like a bull. That's Taurus. Mm -hmm. So just within that one passage, they had like 10 or 11 different metaphor towards the Zodiac. Right. So. Yeah, you can't go through any passage of the Bible, now that you explained the Zodiac and the metaphors, where it would not have a metaphor in it from the Zodiac. Right. It'd be very hard to find it. In fact, I've done work on... Uh, other books like the book of Raziel, the book of Enoch. Mm -hmm. I've done other podcasts on different books. All the Gnostic texts, all the texts that made it into the Bible, all the texts that didn't make it into the Bible, I've, I've broken them down. And you can do this with any of them. They, it, it's, it's an astrology book is what it is. It was never meant to be taken literally. Have you ever heard of the book of Job? I have. You know the story behind Job? Mm, I it's been so long since I've heard it that I don't remember. So basically, it. he's leading a good life and he's he's very uh, pro God, and then God and the devil make a bet that they can get him to curse. So one by one, Job starts losing everything, and he never curses God. But there's a section where, in Job, God challenges him. It's God finally responds to him. Mm -hmm. So. I'm going to read this to you and I'm going to show you how line by line, this is astrology. Okay. Okay. Can you, first they say, can you, he says, can you lead forth the Maseroth? The Maseroth literally is the Zodiac. Like no bones about it. The Maseroth is a Zodiac. <clears throat> over time it becomes Mazalot. Okay. Okay. And then over time that became Mazel Tov, which literally means good fortune from the stars. Right. Right. So that's where it comes from. Mazel Tov comes from Maseroth. So the first two are very easy to tell that they're astrology and astronomy. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Can you loosen Orion's belt? That's, I, I don't even need to really go into that. Yeah, Orion's Zodiac, or the art, or not the archer. He is a Zodiac sign though. I, I know Orion. Yes. Um, so he says, can you bring forth the constellation in their seasons or lead the bear with their, with its cubs? So the constellations are the Zodiac above mm -hmm. and the bear and its cubs are Ursa Major, the great bear and Ursa Minor. Have you heard of those two? Those two I have not. Okay. 
So he says, who can tip over the water jars of heavens? That's Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you hunt for, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions? That's Leo. Who provides food from the raven? The raven has a constellation. It's called Corvus, which means raven, and it's borderlining on Virgo. So on top of the fact that you have the 12 zodiac signs, you also have 88 constellations. Right. Okay. At the time the Bible was written, you have 48, yeah, it was 48 constellations that were described. Okay. So I'm going to keep going through this real quick because on top of the zodiac, it's also the constellations too. Right. Um, do you watch where the doe bears her fawn? Mariga, M-R-I-G-A, means deer is located in Orion. Who let the wild donkeys go free? Acellus borealis means donkey and is located in Cancer. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? That's Taurus. The wings of the ostrich j- flap joyfully. Lambda Achille or Al-Thalimayn, as it's known in Arabic, which means two ostriches. Do you give, this one's not easy. Do you give, and I'm going line by line through Job's, to God's challenge to Job. Every line is just a. Astrology. Uh, it's just another, yeah. So the wings of the ostrich joint, flap we did that. Okay. Do you give the horse its strength? It laughs, it laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy away from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side, along with the flashing spear and lance. That's Sagittarius with the bow and arrow, the spear and the lance. Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? Aquila is the Latin name for eagle and its constellation a few degrees above the celestial equator. Can you pull in Levethian with a fish hook? That's Pisces. So I went over pride comes comes before the fall. I went over Bethlehem. And... uh, yeah, I can I can give you a thing for revelations, but I just wanted to catch up yeah. with you. I mean, it's all astrology. It's all there. My grandfather, a long time ago, tried to teach me the astrology in relation to the Bible, and then teach that in relation to all religions. He he was a minister, but he taught everything. Mm-hmm. So I was so thankful for him. I just didn't retain everything he taught. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many of us when we're seven, eight years old, remember everything our grandparents teach us? I was, I was raised in a very religious household. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a very religious household and it never stuck with me. Yeah. It never made sense. I never wanted anything to do with it. I actually like pushed back on it. I never, mm-hmm. I never wanted to do anything with it. And I was annoyed because I was looking for answers and I found answers in, in astrology, in the Bible, you know, it took me forever. And when I did, I was like, I have to write about this. I have to right. make this fun and interesting too, you know? Right. You have to make things make sense for you. You cannot make it make sense for someone else. You can tell people something, but you cannot understand it for them. Right. But you can make think whatever you're trying to teach them in a fun way that's fictional mm-hmm. and you come out right around out of the gate and say, Hey, this is work of fiction, but it has some basis on something that's already written. Exactly. Now, if you noticed, I've been doing the new Testament and the old Testament. Mm-hmm. I actually, one of, one of my podcasts that I did, I did a lecture on uh, the book of Matthew 
and like I just did it with the with the uh, passage of uh, Job, the challenge of Job. Mm-hmm. I did it with the book of Matthew, which is a lot longer than the challenge of Job. And I went every sentence. And what you'll find is every sentence, they'll, you'll, you'll be talking about a sign. Mm-hmm. And then the next passage will talk about either the following or the previous sign or the cross sign. Okay. Okay. So you'll be talking about Taurus and then it'll go to Gemini and then it'll come down to Sagittarius and then it'll go to Capricorn and then it'll go up to Cancer. It would follow these patterns. Mm-hmm. And I would always stay in the same pattern, either the next sign over Mm-hmm. Or it's cross sign. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant if you think about it. It's unbelievable how how deep and creative it is. Now, are. if you take the astrology part and the religion that you're going through, and if you add in there the um, the Wiccan Bibles, right? Then you get a little bit deeper because those are older than some of the texts that we know as the New Testament. And I say that in quotes because no one knows for sure. Right. Well, there is, okay, so in the year 100 AD, okay, mm-hmm. they had a, a, and what I'm saying, you can look up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, right. I'm not saying anything crazy, just a lot of people don't know about it. They had a council, it's called, it was called the Senate of Jamnia. And what they did there was they, 100 AD, okay, mm-hmm. 100 AD the books of the New Test- Old Testament weren't even canonized yet. They weren't set in stone, even at that point. This meeting was supposed to do that. Now, the book of Mark came out in 70 AD. It's the oldest one out of the four Gospels. So the book of Mark was already out. So this meeting literally decided whether to put a story of Jesus in the Old Testament or leave it for the New Testament. And for me... I don't know. It's just for for people to make those decisions, you know, and then it be treated as gospel later on. It's just not for me. No, it's not. I don't get into religion to talk religion. I will get into religion if it's in a fictional basis and it's being taught in a way that it's fun. It's not down your throat because I push back against that. (laughs) but this is a fiction but you have to do a little bit research on the subject matter to make it make sense and still be true to your story right i'll give you another example you will go to the new testament okay revelation 4 7 it's one they're talking about the four horsemen you're familiar with that right yes the four horsemen and the eight seals i believe was it seven seven seals i think it's eight i uh I, I just truly don't remember, to be honest with you. But in Revelation 4, 7, he said the first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was a flying eagle. Those were the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. It references the four cardinal points on the zodiac. Okay, I'll give it to you. The lion was Leo. Mm-hmm. So that's Leo. Right. The ox was Taurus. Right. Had a face like a man. That's Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And the fourth was a flying eagle. Now, in astrology, the Scorpio, is, it, it's, it crawls on its belly. It's, it's the lowest form. Evolutionarily, not through evolution, but in astrology evolutionary, okay? Mm-hmm. The most evolved form of the Scorpio, Scorpion is the eagle. 
It's so far up in the sky, it flies, that's where it becomes. So this references the four things that it looks like. They're the four cardinal signs on the zodiac. They, may, they actually make a cross when you connect them on the zodiac. Okay. You know, and it's, to me, it's just like, how is Jesus able to heal the blind? Well, if you think about him as the sun, you can't see anything. And then the sun touches your eyes and you could see, you know, mm-hmm. how he walked on water. I mean, people can't walk on water, but have you ever seen a sun at sunset walk on water? All the time. Right. How he turned water into wine. Remember how I told you you plant in Taurus? Mm-hmm. You get April showers, bring me flowers. Right. You plant and then you pick the grapes in September. So you have rainy season and then it turns that water into wine. Yeah. Okay. We know why he was betrayed with a kiss by Judas. He had 12 disciples to represent the 12 Zodiac signs. Why he was dead for three days. Why his birthday is on December 25th. December 25th because the sun stops three days and then on the fourth it crawls up. The day that it crawls up and starts to scent back into heaven is December 25th. Right. It's all astrology. Everything that you're saying is astrology. But we are almost out of time. So where can our viewers and our listeners find your books? You can find my book at Amazon. Um... Barnes and Noble. It's on the Nook. And you can. We're going to be in some stores soon, too. Awesome. Basically, if you go on Amazon, you can look up Micah Dank. You can go to micadank.com, my website, where I have a link to it. I also have a. Um, I have a link to it, and at the bottom of my page on my website, there's a section where you can email me, you know, if you wanted to share your thoughts mm-hmm. on the podcast. I tend to, it takes me a little while, but I usually get back to everyone, <laughs> you know, because I do podcasts all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I, um, yeah, that's, that's basically it. I think that if you want, see, the thing is, is that even if you don't believe what I'm saying, or if you think that what I said doesn't make any sense. The, the, the stories are great. Mm-hmm. You know, the story, they're great thrillers. So I would suggest to, I would suggest to pick them up. I, I mean, seriously, if you don't believe in anything Michael, Micah said, even if you reach the Da Vinci Codes, there's a good comparison between the two books. Yeah, and I've been, if, I've been. If you haven't heard about the Da Vinci Codes, you've been under a rock. And I have a feeling that Micah's books going to be in the same category very soon yeah i mean i hope so i've been compared to him already from a bunch of places yeah but thank you so much for being on the show today thank you for having me yes and i can't wait to hear more about the rest of the series yes we'll, we'll stay in touch yes thank you very much and everyone out there happy reading